0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy
1: Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Got your coffee? Got my coffee. Catch mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a little breakfast, Sammy? Yep, I'll, I'll eat in a bit. Now, why don't you, why don't you go to What's it called?
0: Wendy's? You said they have the better sandwich.
1: Yes, but they don't have good coffee. Uh, and I pro- I prioritized coffee this morning. Mm. And it was also closer yeah. and faster. It's on the way, basically. Because I was already late. Not really. I was six minutes late. Yeah. It's still late. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, why are you lying? What are you talking about? <clears throat> so ever since you told me about the Wendy's breakfast sandwich, I've been wanting to go and get one, but yeah. I, I still haven't done it. You got to go. Oh, yeah, no. it's, it's good. The oh, breakfast no. sandwich is good. I need to do it. I need to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got to see your house. Yes. Yeah. I mean, briefly, you know, you didn't like take me on a tour or anything. No. Well, because no, you know.
1: we were in the hot tub. Yeah. But still, you
0: know, yeah. I, I went into your house and then uh, I just stood there in the kitchen and you didn't like show me anything or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, it was still good. <laughs> you know, still good. I to see. <laughs> no, yeah, Jimmy invited me to pop over to his house. Uh, it was uh, Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah. And uh, he was late and. He said, "Hey man, I'm over here. You just pop on over." So it's like six minutes from my house. Yeah, that wow. Was nice. So six minute drive, like from, we planned, from driveway to driveway, like we planned. And uh, <clears throat> and I, I, I. It's a dark neighborhood. It's like my neighborhood, no street lights, mm-hmm. but uh, more money, and uh, <laughs> just as little light at night, but more money in this neighborhood. <laughs> um, bigger houses, we could say it that way. So I, I get in there and I'm following the map and I go in and I pull in and. Uh, I, I'm walking around the house. I go out into the pool. I don't mm. see Jimmy. There's a gate, I'm like rattling the gate. Jimmy, because it's late, <laughs> you know, I'm like jangling jang- the gate, trying to climb over the gate. I can't find it. And then like, I get a call from him, but I can't, like there's a bad connection. I can't well, figure it I, out. I had to do it for my watch.
1: Uh, I, I can only call you for my watch because my phone was inside. Oh, uh, and I was, so I was at the wrong house, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That could have been awkward. Yeah, I was like, woo-woo. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't hear that finally.
0: I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> a cops going to get called on me. I got a hoodie on, hood up. Slippers. Around. Yeah, I'm wearing slippers and shorts. I don't know. I looked, I looked at that. But anyways, man, yeah, I got to hang out. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was nice. It was a good time. Good. Good, yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're able to make it. Mm-hmm. That made me happy. Yeah. It's so like the third time you've said, hey, why don't you pop over? I'm here. And I'm like, each time I've not been able. Yeah. Each time, like, I see. It. So I want you to see
1: right there. Hold mm-hmm. on. Hold on. For the record. I told you.
0: What do I need to see? I Obviously, I see whole it. For the record. Yeah.
1: How often I invite you and you turn me down. Okay. How often you invited so, me? So here's the it's thing. It's not like it's a regular thing. Oh, no, no, no. Invited. Yeah. Um. And, and. so you're at 25%. Okay. Uh, 25% no. acceptance
0: rate No It'd be 33 Because it was three times uh-uh. One, two Four. This the third Nope Four Nope Four Nope Anyway Four. I know my percentages Four well, I finally came over It was nice Yeah sitting in the hot tub was nice yeah. you, know, you don't have a sauna though mm.
1: Mm, No yeah. yeah Steam shower No No
0: you're going to fix that, I bet. I, well, because I know, know you like a steam shop. You know that's number one.
1: Michelle's <laughs> <laughs> like, let's take a look at the kitchen. I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> Bathroom uh, first. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's going on this week, man? Uh, preaching. Yep. Preaching, preaching. Getting yep. ready. Kicking off the week right. Kicking it off right. So, mm-hmm. second half of Revelation 7. That's right. So, I'll be uh, finishing that up after this. Oh, you got to work on your sermon? Yeah. Finally. Finally, it's Saturday afternoon. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know it's there. It's still morning. Yeah. It's still. I, I would say point one, like Roman numeral one, is done. I got to do Roman numeral two, and, and then and then three, four, and five. No, no, just yeah. no, Roman numeral two, <laughs> and then cleaned up a bit.
0: Yeah. No, I know you got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got it. I'm, I'm not got worried it. about it. I, I'm not. When are you going to need me to come up with your sermon summary? You know what? Can you be available <laughs> at, <laughs> at 132? <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm, I'm eager to hear that. It's nice. It's Mother's Day. You're preaching on Mother's Day. Yeah. And how great. are you going to weave Mother's Day into your sermon? How are you going to do that? It's it, going to pop in there. Not, you, 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 you wouldn't preach a Mother's Day sermon necessarily, but you're going to make reference to it. Someday. Probably not. Oh, it will. Yeah, uh,
1: off the cuff, you'll be like, yeah. you yeah, do know me. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, a is, joke. It, it'll be just like in New Zealand when yeah. I went with the Lord of the Rings thing and it didn't work. Oh, I will laugh. If nobody laughs, I will laugh harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'll be funnier <laughs> then. <laughs> Sometimes these jokes, just they just don't go. Actually, I, I didn't even think about Mother's Day at all. Yeah. I'm still not going to think about it. Yeah. Oh, I'll make sure you do. Uh-uh. I'll be bombarding you with texts from now until Mm-mm. Mother's Day. Mm-mm. Okay. What, what? How you going know, to... What? yeah how are you gonna uh, g- g- g-
0: i'm gonna get uh, in your head they're already j- in there
1: uh, oh, yeah new birth never mind got it uh.
0: <laughs> got it yeah but what does that have to do with mother
1: uh your mother gave you birth not new birth uh, but she what, gave m- you first Mary birth? is she Mary the first- mother of god nope. no, no, she gave you first birth yeah <laughs> and the lord new birth yeah okay yeah happy mother's day
0: uh-huh. yeah yeah you, yeah you'll you'll, you'll you'll come up with something better what else you got
1: I don't know (laughs) what other jokes you get I I don't have a lot (laughs) so what are we doing today man we are going through uh, we're gonna go through the 10 commandments yeah or just talk briefly about them all because we've done this individually yeah you can search our archive yeah if they're working. Cuz we're still you know, Baptist catechism. Yeah. And so, yeah, here we go.
0: Starting with question 50, like, you know, cuz we've already talked about the preface to the Ten and all of that and um and so really when we're talking about the Ten Commandments, uh I find it interesting because there obviously there are some people theologically who don't have much use for the Ten Commandments as they are. They sort of dismiss them. Um but then, you know, most Christian traditions and most Christians throughout history value the Ten Commandments Mm -hmm. and see them as a a good summary of God's will for us and how we're supposed to live. Um, But yet most Christians that I know, most Christians that I've asked, don't actually know all ten. And it's not that they don't kind of know what they are. If I say, give me all ten, they can't do it. Even if they'll come up with nine, and sometimes they'll forget covet, because it's really? just brain that it's not ingrained enough in them that, that coming up with all 10 are rather difficult. Why do you think that is? Why do you think there isn't a an, much of an emphasis on the 10 commandments in most evangelical,
1: even Bible believing churches? I, I'm wondering if it's just because people feel like it's law you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it is law, but there's like this sense of, well, hold on. We're not held to this. Like you're talking about, right? Like I'm, I'm not, uh, I almost think sometimes people think it's oppressive. Yeah, for sure. You know, like it's restrictive, but no, we have this freedom in Christ.
0: It Doesn't save me, so what do I need it?
1: Yeah, I I, I, I can walk free in in the promised land that right. the Lord has given me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's definitely a part of it. I think I think we're we're so overly simplistic about. Um, I, th- I think Christianity. Oftentimes, the form that we see in our Baptist churches and whatnot—not not always, but oftentimes—it's a bit shallow, underdeveloped, um, superficial. Mm. In that, like, well, do they understand how to grow in the Lord? Do they understand how sanctification works? Do we understand, um, you know, what it means to uh, to develop faith, right? For for it to grow, for piety to be rich and real. I don't know that most Christians have articulated that for themselves whereas in years past you know the, the the catechisms have clearly articulated this um how sanctification works you know where it was doctrinal preaching and today mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's mostly focused on these sort of how to better your life in in these specific ways it's like the only law- like self-help books kind of a yeah. Thing. yeah so it's still law but it's not really god's law it's it's more like well here's man's law for how you can do this thing that God values, right? So maybe mm. maybe God values marriage, or God values prayer. So well, here here are five ways you can do it better. Mm. And so it's like we're just kind of gonna give you five five new laws or commands that will help you do this one command that God gave you better. And it's not that it's wrong to give that kind of advice, but I think part of it is like a a diluting of God's law.
1: Well, I I'm wondering like like, you know, I think of Cliff Notes back in the day, right? Like yeah. you, would, you would sit there and they, they were Cliff's notes. Yeah, cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> and so instead of reading the book, you'd read that. You kind of get the synopsis of it uh, and the main points. <clears throat> but do you think, like, are feeding uh, – even – I'm just talking – I'm thinking of just Christianity, right? Are feeding on articles? Oh, yeah. Right? Like, you know, TGC, T4G, Ligonier, uh Desiring God, keeping it within a 1,000 words, 800 words or less mm-hmm. – making these articles has actually perpetuated that where people are are so now used to i consume a small amount i don't yeah. need to spend a long time and i'll get the gist of it yeah i think that that's i think that's a good point yeah i think i think we have we have now trained like i think we're we're part of that we're part of that cycle it's like the article like a
0: good a good blog post let's say 800 to a thousand words, mm-hmm. a good blog post that says good things. Um, You know, as we were getting ready for this, we, we actually looked one up, uh, Kevin Young, 10 things you should know about the 10 commandments. Mm. And, uh, and it's a good article. Yeah. It's a great article. But um, when you're looking at these blog posts or these articles, they are summaries mm-hmm. by nature. Yeah. They, they are simplistic. They, they, They have to be because they're so short. So they're not bad, but it's not enough. They're, They're supposed to get you interested or point you in a particular direction so that you can go deeper. But I think you're right. Most people live off of those or less. I think most people live off of less. They they live off of, you know, headlines. You know, like most people don't read the articles that they share on mm. Facebook. They read the headline and yeah. they go, oh, and this is how we wind up spreading so many conspiracy theories and fake news articles. It's yeah. like, oh, we read the, uh, that's crazy. Or like we don't read the study. We read the headline of a, of a Fox News or a mm-hmm, CNN mm-hmm. report that says, 10% of all men are, you know, whatever. Uh, well, or, or what, Joe? Uh, I would say <laughs> 25% of all men secretly wish that they were women. Okay. so uh, And so, like, we would say, oh, then we just start repeating that mm-hmm, as if it's mm-hmm, fact mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they did a study. We don't know anything about the study. Is it a is it a reputable <clears study? <clears <throat> mm-hmm. So I, I would just, I think a lot of us live by that sort of a thing when we're talking about the Ten Commandments. Yeah. I think people know, yes. like, oh, like, don't lie, don't steal, don't... Sh- don't kill. Uh, they, uh, don't don't uh, <laughs> I think keep don't just the scroll. Sabbath. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening, you should actually like hey, give yourself a little test. Get out a piece of paper and just write down all 10 commandments right now. Don't look anything up. Just try to write them down. Uh, and you'll be surprised because even though like you might know all 10 commandments, sometimes it you find it difficult to recollect, like to actually mm. recall all mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, we're not even saying put them in order, but that would be good you know having them in order is kind of nice um so yeah i think you're right i I think the i think in part people are unfamiliar with the ten commandments because the church has shied away
1: from preaching i don't don't want to look legalistic or i don't want to look like a fundamentalist yeah
0: without recognizing that what the law really is yeah how beautiful it is yep um yeah i think that there is uh you know bite size. You know, I don't want to say junk food, but like there's just, just a lack of depth in a lot of our intake of God's truth. Right. We mm-hmm. tend for, we tend towards short sermons that are, you know, easily digestible, uh, easy books. If we read books, articles, tweets, we like tweets yeah yeah oh <laughs> we're like, big on the tweets we like gifs and we like memes because it's all very easy to consume but you know mo- i think most people that i know when they really are growing and really learning they've spent some time with something right it's like i remember sometimes like you learn something and it's sort of like a quick burst like it, in prayer i can remember a couple of things as, as i've I remember I was reading this book on prayer, but it was like one sentence in that book that snapped something into, into place for me. Mm. And it changed a lot about how I pray. And it was, so it, it happened in a moment. It wasn't a long drawn out argument. As soon as I read it, it clicked. And then everything that I knew about scripture in that area kind of came together. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's a, you know, I was reading another book on prayer and that was just a long process of working through it. And that at, by the end, it had slowly, the cement had sort of dried, you know, uh, the rebar had been laid, mm, uh, the cement mm, had dried and we had a good foundation, but it took mm, some time. I well. think most of the time that's, you know, our, a lot of our significant growth happens over a period of time, you know, digesting things slowly, yep. or being taught, instructed, thinking not real quick. I agree. I'm with you. So the, the, the 10 commandments, when we're talking about it, you find them in, Exodus, uh, 20, um, and people we there's different ways of organizing them and uh, as as protestants and in the reformed tradition you know we recognize that there are 10 commandments divided up into two tables yep right yep. first tables commandments 1 through 4 and then second table commandments 5 through 10 um first four uh primarily re- relate to our relationship with god yeah so, you know, I'm the Lord, your God who brought you out of the house of Israel. I mean, mm. whether you're looking at Deuteronomy or, or Exodus, but, um, you know, you shall have no other gods before me.
1: Yep. <gasps> That's me. Yeah. No kidding. What, what are you doing? I don't know what it's what? an article that I was going to share <laughs> for banter at the beginning. <laughs> Remember, I told I, you I was, I, I was waiting for you to share something. It never no, happened. No, we we did something else. I'm going to save this for picture oh, okay. of truth tomorrow. But why
0: is why is it now a talking or a, why is there applause? No, a video just came up on. it. Oh, okay. It. Sorry. Okay. I thought like I must have been saying something really good. <laughs> all of a sudden, there's this,
1: this applause going. Yeah, like, I was sitting here. I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah.
0: See, I mute my speaker when we record because I'm a professional.
1: You know what? I I cannot. F- I, I have nothing to say.
0: Yeah. Because I was wrong. Yeah. Your computer has plenty
1: to say. Yep. You let yeah. your computer do all the talking. So my bad.
0: Yeah. Love the okay, Lord let's dwell yeah, on this ahead. for a bit. <laughs> I, I, am don't the want Lord. You, I don't want you apologizing. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to dwell on this. I want you to squirm for a while. Nope. Um, so, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, we've got uh, I am Lord your God. Mm-hmm. Uh, no other gods before me. Uh, no graven images. Yep. Second commandment. Do not take the Lord's name in vain. Third mm-hmm. commandment. Fourth commandment. Um, Sabbath, right? You must mm-hmm. remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. So, and then five through 10. Yeah. And then five. So, the first, the first table has to do with. Um, Everything from, obviously, idolatry, avoiding idolatry, as well as as worship, right? As well as, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, what it means to keep God's name pure, right? To not take it in vain. And that's one that I think a lot of people really struggle with because it's not not the kind of thing that people really dwell on. I mean, when I was a young Christian in particular, I really just equated it to, you know, oh, do you use God's name as an expletive? You know, do you say mm. GD or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or whatever? Like, do you, yeah. you know, do you do that or, or do you not? And that was, that was about it. But the more that I started to really think about the 10 commandments and read about the 10 commandments, um, the more I, I came to see that it's, uh, it's, it's how you talk about God yes. and how yes. you talk about the things of God and, and not just, um, what you, what words that you use, but, you know, do you trivialize him? Mm. You know, cause I think anytime you treat, and this is what, I mean, others, one of our favorite resources so far on the 10 commandments is Thomas Watson's treatment on the 10 commandments, um, that you can get, you can get it in hardcover or softcover, or you can find it online for free. But, um, I think a lot of people don't recognize how <sighs> easy it is to start treating the things of God lightly. I mean, like, um, you know, in the, in the old Testament, right. Um, and going into the into the New Testament era, uh, you know, there were Jesus tells people to stop stop swearing, right? Let your yes mm-hmm. be yes and your no mm-hmm. be no. And if you start doing some digging, you realize like, oh well, like they would they wouldn't swear to God oftentimes if these, you know, uh, maybe unethical uh, people wanted to just sort of lie. Um, they would but they would swear. And they would say, I swear by the moon and the stars, you know, like there's some I sort swear of, yeah, it. that's exactly it. <laughs> by the
1: moon and the stars in the sky. Do you even know who sings that song? I'll be there. Is that, what was that? Backstreet Woods, Or is that In Sync? I don't know. Yeah, For real. You don't know anything. I don't I'm know bad. my bad. I don't know why you don't. I uh, you know. I swear. So, um, no, which one is it though? I wouldn't know. I don't I think
0: I well, listen to because you, you like, would know you're a 90s kid.
1: I, I, continue, you're anyways. a 90s baby. You're a baby. Well, you're yeah, 90, 80s baby, but you grew up in the 90s. So. Baby, you're a baby.
0: Uh, not gonna argue with that. So, okay, so what's what's helpful is the Ten Commandments breaking down any of these two tables, it actually gives us these two orientations, right? So there is a vertical orientation and yep. a horizontal orientation. And th- this is what's beautiful like the the Ten Commandments aren't just haphazardly thrown together. Mm. like you mm-hmm. know God mm-hmm. wrote them down, and there so the, the this is why the order actually matters. like there's there there is a flow, there is a logic to it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would say, um, you know you you break the first one. And, uh, you know, like you, you have any other gods before him. That's, that's sort of a big obvious one. Like don't worship another God. But as soon as you break any of the other commandments, you're breaking the first one because like you're putting something else in the place of God by yeah. letting it rule or letting them rule over you. So I think that that's, um, I think that's fairly helpful to, to, to see that the, the way that it's laid out, um, and the we've talked about the Sabbath. I know that's what everybody wants us to mm, go to. let like, mm. talk about the Sabbath. Talk about the Sabbath. All right, guys. You know, in a technical sense, we could be considered Sabbatarians because we think the fourth commandment uh, is still in play. Uh, we think the Sabbath is something that God has given us, but we think the way that you keep it in the new covenant is different than the way you kept it in the old covenant. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we so it, it, we've talked about it. We'll link to it in the show notes so you can you can find our thoughts on that. Let's just say uh, we do think there is value in knowing and teaching through the Ten Commandments as they are given to us in Exodus, and then uh, also as they seem to be unfolded and applied throughout the rest of Scripture. Mm-hmm. But then we've um, got to stick at the second table. And you've got the second table of these commands that relate to our neighbors, how we love God, first table, second table, how we love our neighbors and our relationship with them, which is really cool because most of the law. Is like built into the context of community and relationship. Most of the laws have to do yeah. with how you treat other people. And so, um, you know, this idea of ordering them kind of is, is interesting because you would, th- most of us would think, I would think, oh, well, if the, if these are placed in some kind of an order, is there a hierarchy? Are they in, is it an order of importance? And mm. if so, why is, not you, thou, thou you shall not murder. Why isn't that one the first in the second table? Why is it honor your mother and father?
1: Hmm. It, yeah, that's a good question. If it is in that sense, like that order. Um, <clears throat> but if it is in that sense, like. Maybe because that's where discipline happens first, right? Mm-hmm. That's where one really like the home is where one is disciplined uh, and discipled. Uh, that should be the breeding ground of discipleship. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I, I mean it, I mean if we if we if we lose
0: honoring mother and father, then uh all bets are off, right? Yeah. I mean the the family and I think I think even sociology demonstrates this, that uh, the family unit is the, the, the most uh important uh what do you want to call it? The most important um social construct with any any particular culture because Mm -hmm. you know the degree to which uh wise decisions or good decisions are made there is a big determination on on the health and success of Mm -hmm. the children that are coming out of it so yeah I, i i like the idea that they are in some kind of order that makes sense and i i think there is a reason that it's listed first and it's not that it's more grievous to sin against your father and mother than it is to murder, or vice versa. Um, but I think that in terms of maybe the the critical nature of mm-hmm. what it's addressing mm-hmm. might have a bigger impact culturally than the murder of an individual versus, um, you know, what happens in a particular home when, you know, kids are provoked and parents aren't respected. No, Absolutely. Absolutely so you know you're not you're supposed to honor your mother and father you're just, you know don't murder don't commit adultery don't commit adultery So no no uh, yep Jesus says don't even think about it yep <laughs> 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 oh you think you're okay because you're just thinking about it <laughs> you know what thinking about it can do can lead you doing that thing yep yep and even if you're not you're still you know you're discontent you're not being mm-hmm. satisfied you're not being faithful with your heart with your mind with your thoughts so um, all of that stuff matters um But what about bearing false witness? Oh, yeah, lying about someone, Mm -hmm. and it it goes into different sort of territories, right? Yeah. uh, Go ahead.
1: I'll let you say. I was going to say, like, there's a there's a negative aspect and a positive aspect of it. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's not only about not lying, but also you need to stand up when you know someone's being slandered about. Mm. Yeah, that's. uh, It's not always. Uh, easy to do or fun to
0: do, mm-hmm. especially if you don't like the person. Oh yeah, because you kind of want them to get slandered. Yeah, because you've got a sinful
1: heart too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> really easy. Like I, I can go with the flow of this. I, I don't care if that's not true. They, they deserve this. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. have it coming. Maybe there is some truth about it. They do seem that sleazy.
0: You know what? I doesn't wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> so wh- why not? <laughs> and this is why you know, especially when you start getting into politics or some of the social issues in our day. We need to be a people, I think, that that really understand these commands, these commandments and their negative and positive aspects. Uh, Because yes, we're going to line up with one side or the other on a particular debate uh, many times. We're going to line up with one side more than the other, but we aren't that side. Like we have our own dimension, Mm -hmm. like we have our own realm. And so even though there's some overlap in a particular area, something that should govern us is how we relate to other people. And there is a concept of truth and justice. I almost said it in the American way. But, <laughs> I was waiting uh, but, for it. But truth and justice be, uh, that should like uh, not uh, not encourage. Just beating people up verbally, yeah, uh, because they're on the wrong side of the debate, and then spreading lies about them or misrepresenting their views, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we like to do. We like we like to like make another person's view look so bad that nobody would really seriously consider it. When that's really not what we're supposed to be
1: doing. We're supposed to you're not- supposed to you're supposed to understand it. You're supposed to understand it, articulate it well. Yep. So that you can, if it is something you know uh, uh, that needs to be refuted, you yeah. can refute it properly. You, you're either going to refute. The, the, the thing that
0: needs to be refuted, or you're going to refute a, a, a straw man, mm-hmm. you know, you're refuting the, the straw man isn't helpful because that's not the real issue. You want to get to the, to the truth of the matter. Yeah. So what do they really believe? You got to refute that, not what you think they believe Yeah. or what you think they should believe if they're being consistent. Like, that's another thing I see all the time. Like people will say, like, well, well, no, if they take their ideas consistently and logically, then they're going to wind up here. Like, yeah, I agree. But that's not where they're at.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they're 10 steps, you know, behind that. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. we got to deal with them where they're at. Show them where it can lead, but not assume that that's where they're at in their yeah. own thinking or in their own hearts. But what's the big deal um, with, with coveting? Oh, like, why, like, why is it? I think some people like think like when they go, why would I, what is it, man? What's, who
1: cares? who
0: cares? Okay. So I want what that guy has. What's wrong with that?
1: Yeah. You know, it's that discontent with what God has given you, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like a, a a lack of appreciation and thankfulness um, for the gifts that, that God has bestowed upon you. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's somehow saying I deserve more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think
0: discontent. And, um, you know, a sense of frustration yeah. comes with it. I think there's arrogance. Yeah. Self-entitlement. Yeah. And to be entitled. Uh, and I, I, I know that people are going to, some people might say like, well, wait a minute if I work hard, don't I deserve something? And yeah, there are, there are realms in which you can say that, right? You, you put in your 40 hours, you deserve the paycheck that you mm-hmm. get. You've earned that. If they withhold that from you, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. So you deserve that. Right. Absolutely. You know, you work hard all day. You deserve a break. Mm-hmm. Go home, have a Coke or a beer, whatever you like and you know, go mm-hmm. ahead and chill. Mm-hmm. Don't neglect your family though. because You don't <laughs> you don't get mm-hmm. a break from your family. You know, you get a break from work. So, um, so I get that, but what we're talking about is what God owes us and how we handle providence. Like to to covet means that you are not in a place where you understand what providence is, how it works. And really, I think coveting, you know, you said, I think you said discontent and arrogance. Um, so like it's also the sin issues. I think what's lacking then would be meekness, mm. right? Meekness and humility. And that's one of the things that I, not that I've learned it, but that I've, I've really benefited from reading is that Matthew Henry book, Quest for Meekness and Quietness of Spirit. It's a real small book. But in that, he talks about that meekness accommodates the soul to the occurrences of life because you know, ultimately, what you do deserve, ultimately, mm-hmm. which is sin, death, and hell. That's right. right. <laughs> death and hell. That's what you deserve. And then, you know, what God has given you is grace upon grace in so many varied ways. And so, wow, when something does happen, you realize like, okay, well, even now I'm not getting what I deserve. It's, it's, it's a hardship. It's a difficulty. It's an affliction, but I'm going to bear this patiently because I know God is good and he loves me and he actually has my best interest in mind and he's taking me somewhere. And so I think that's a, maybe a, when you're starting to look at it in a positive sense, mm. but what about, I mean, we, we know why killing is wrong, right? Taking the life of somebody. you know, stealing is wrong. Mm-hmm, taking mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. But coveting is you're not taking anything. It's just a a, a condition of the heart. I think that's why it's so weird for people. It's just like, I'm not hurting anybody. And in America, we're really big on you do you as long as you're not hurting anybody. Yeah, yeah. You do you, Mm boo-boo. Are you hurting somebody? No, then you're fine, man. Do do whatever you want. And our faith and even the law of God is pushing us to consider the heart in all of these things. It's never just... it's never just outward external obedience and, and mm. throughout the Old Testament we see that right you're not you know God's like i, I don't I'm not digging your sacrifices because you don't have a you don't have a heart, you know you don't have a you don't have sorrow for sin, you don't have love for your neighbor, you don't have love for me, uh, and God wants the heart, so even when we're looking at the law and people are like, oh, it's just a bunch of commands. We understand, I think I think rightly, because that's how it's given to us, that it's not just about um, towing a line mm-hmm. or performing well. It's about understanding the will of God and having our will in sync with his will that is empowered by a heart that is actually, you know, swelling with love. So on that note, Jimmy, you're a preacher. Oh, here we go. If somebody's going to preach on the Ten Commandments or teach on the Ten Commandments, what advice would you give them? What advice? Yeah. I like it when Jimmy gives me the surprise like oh,
1: okay. Oh, I, guess gonna, yeah. I guess I'll answer this. I guess I'll take care of this. You go and you give a piece and I'll give it a piece. Go all right, all right, all right. Um give advice.
0: Yeah. Somebody says, Hey Jimmy, I'm gonna be teaching on the Ten Commandments. Any advice you want to give me?
1: Yeah, I think um you alluded to it earlier. Uh when you're when you're preaching the Ten Commandments, I think make sure you're hitting the positive and negative. Yeah, It's good. Like, don't just focus on the negative aspect of do not do this, Mm -hmm. but you need to then be showing people what they should be doing. Right. Yeah.
0: I think that's good. And, you know, then when it says honor your father and mother, then you say like, okay, well, here's what it looks like to dishonor them. Yeah. Here's the things you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't talk back. Don't take the jar of pickles from the the stinking fridge Um, and open it up and then use your dirty disgusting fingers bonger fingers dig diggin- it no nope not bonger. maddie yep maddie no she uses a fork they're all good but the point is it's like yeah you want to i think i think you do want to do that um Ooh, I, I took think, yours yes no no not at all um i would because i think anything what we would say about the ten commandments would apply to almost anything in preaching i think for the most part there'll be some things that'll be unique um like what you said jimmy like emphasize the positive and the negative that would apply to any any you know, any part of scripture that has commands in them. Right. And so another thing I would say is uh, uh, make sure that you are uh, being clear and simple. Right. So that doesn't mean dumb it down. Mm-hmm. Right? It means like, no, 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 clarify what we're talking about. Don't be obtuse. Don't be, don't overcomplicate things. Don't make it super academic. Um, you want people to yeah, understand like with each commandment, what is the issue? Yeah, like what is It's So like we talk about it all the time sermon summary. What's the main idea here? So you want your people, if you're going to preach the Ten Commandments, I would say take them one at a time and give them one at a time. Mm-hmm. So they actually can have like a 30 to 40 minute block of like concentrated thought in this and then make sure that they know what it is. And if they know what it is, then like if you know what it is, then you can communicate what it is to them but uh yeah i would i would want our people to be able to repeat it oh like when it when it says uh, remember the sabbath day here's really what we understand that, and to do what that means and how yeah. we would do it today yeah. so clear simple um practical kind of a thing like you know
1: like we were talking about earlier related to the heart and i definitely feel uh every sermon especially as you're going through the 10 commandments uh each sermon should point to christ yep. and his fulfillment um our lack of fulfillment and his fulfillment yep. and our salvation and hope in him. I think that's really good because you,
0: if you're just going to preach commands yeah. ab- apart from Christ, that's not even Christian Mm-mm. Mm-mm. at Mm-mm. best. It's a form of Judaism, Mm-mm. which you know, And it's, but even that it's incomplete, right? Because they were looking towards the Messiah. They were looking forward to the one who would come and fulfill all of this to, to be the atoning sacrifice, right? To be the sin yep. offering. Yep. I think that's really good. you Every sermon, every show, sermon. how the doctrine, the command, the principle, the truth, whatever is uh, connected to Christ in the yes. gospel. Yes, and hopefully they understand that that means like you don't you don't preach like okay, um, honor your mother and father. Here are five ways we dishonor parents. Here are five ways to honor parents. Jesus died for your sins, and so you should believe in Him. Hopefully it's not that. Uh, like, it can't be not, that.
1: <laughs> That's not showing. It can't be that. No, it cannot be that.
0: <laughs> and what a cool thing to do as well, right? With because even with 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 Jesus, I mean, fulfilling the law, you could actually show how Jesus honored yeah. uh, his parents yep. and uh, you know how he honored his
1: mother, even when it looks kind of weird. Like you know. uh, I I should be in the temple here with them. It's good that I'm here. Yeah, we're going home. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I'm not ready. Um, I, I think that. Uh, uh, Jesus, go take care of the wine situation. What do you, what do, you, what do you, it's not my time. Eh, just take care of it. Just do, do what he says. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, give me some water. <laughs> Got any water.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think that's uh, I think that's a good idea. I mean, if you're, if you're going to preach through or, or just teach through or walk your kids through the 10 commandments and encourage them to, to actually memorize them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, that's maybe not something that's going to um, come out. But like, even if you are, if you are actually in a classroom or even at, uh, on, at a, behind a pulpit, um, you could just recite all 10 commandments yeah. every week. You'll do that for 10 weeks. That'll they, help. They're they going to get it. But find ways to encourage that. Um, show them that, you know, you can run through it. Um, and I would say uh, find, if you're going to preach through it, find a couple of good resources. Cause there's yeah. so many different opinions on the 10 commandments. There's so many different views on it. Find a couple of really good resources. Yeah. That's a good one, Joe, that would, that you, that you can go to and recommend to people. Um, I think doing something like that would serve you better than using 15 different resources. Don't you like, don't read 15 commentaries. Why do people? I don't know. I, one, I don't know how you have time. Well, yeah. Okay. How do you have time to, a third of them are going to say the exact same thing, oftentimes with plagiarism involved. Yeah, like they're, they're literally, literally copying. They're each literally, other. <laughs> yeah, they're literally citing each other. <laughs> Sometimes they're not even citing though. Yeah, like, they're, they're, like they're, oh, yeah. this is like huh. this is pretty word for word. Huh. Um. Yeah, man. I, I think uh, they're, they're teaching your kids the Ten Commandments. You should do that. Yeah. I preaching the Ten Commandments if you're a pastor you should do that. If you're, if you're teaching youth, you could doing the, doing the youth group thing. Yeah. Give them the 10 commandments, but you're not just giving them the 10, you're not just telling them what to do. Like Jimmy said, you're gonna tell them what Jesus did. Mm. Oh, you see, you don't keep these 10 commandments. Jesus did keep these 10 commandments. You could, you could flip the script on them. You're saved by obedience to the 10 commandments. Yeah. Just not your obedience. Yeah. Jesus obedience. Now, now that you've been saved, through Jesus' obedience to the commandments, you can now walk in those commandments with the freedom without fear of failure, because when you do fail,
1: you're not condemned. Like there's, You can have fun with this and empower people, but if you don't connect it to Jesus, it's all for nothing. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram or Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, devotion.com They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or go to the store, JoFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that Fresh Pottery Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. We got that All Access exclusive content, Banter of Truth on Tuesdays and Weekday Wisdom Monday through Fridays. Head on over to drvotion.com slash All Access and register today. Later.